Well, hey there. Thanks so much for joining us on the Hope Fellowship Church podcast. If these messages have blessed your life, go ahead and subscribe by clicking the subscribe button inside the podcast app. And if your life has been impacted by this ministry, would you consider supporting it financially so that we can continue to love God, love people, and prove it? You can give by visiting hope615.com slash give. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you are blessed through today's message. Merry Christmas, church. Thank you. So good to see you tonight. Let me remind you, uh, we do have a bunch of kids in the room tonight. And so I'm going to be very brief in what I share with you, but give grace to these children. We're glad they're in here with us. Children are a gift from the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, Here at Hope Fellowship, in case you're our guest, you don't know that all month long we've been looking at different characters from the Christmas story. And tonight on Christmas Eve, we wrap this up by looking at the wise men. And um, obviously, I think you know the story about the birth of our Savior. The the wise men followed a star. And the Bible says that they brought gifts to Jesus. Now, most of us in this room, we've already participated in some gift giving. Am I right? And even if you haven't done that yet, my guess is that later tonight and definitely tomorrow, there's going to be some more gift giving. Are you with me? Is that going to happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the kids are super excited. But what I want to do tonight, just really for a few minutes, is to ask you to look at gifts from a different perspective. I want to ask you to look at gifts from a different perspective. Specifically, I want you to think about the people in your life that God has gifted you with, the relationships whether that's family, whether that's neighbors, whether that's coworkers, whether that's friends. And then I also want you to think for a moment with me tonight how God gifts each of us. For example, God has given me, he has gifted me a pretty amazing wife. She is dedicated, and far too often I take my wife for granted. She's a gift. And while God has gifted me with a wife, the Lord has gifted her in a pretty amazing way. If you know Shauna, you know that she has an incredible spirit of endurance. She pushes through trials. She she makes it through setbacks, through health challenges. And even in the middle of her difficult days, I see her over and over again being an encourager and sharing God's love with other people. That's a gift. God gifted my wife and I with a son. I don't know where he is. Jared, where are you? Oh, he's in the back doing something I'm sure very important. No, no, for real, and I'll I'll, I'll explain. Listen to me. God gifted our family with a son, our firstborn, 29 years ago. And I remember very clearly being at Deaconess Hospital in Oklahoma City, and I remember just hours after... Jared was born in the hospital room together, Shauna and I. I think your parents may have been there. We said a prayer, a very specific prayer. We said, God, thank you for the gift of a son. And then we said, Lord, we we give him to you. He's yours. Use him for your glory. And so while God gifted us with a son at the very same time, God has gifted Jared 
to be a leader. Jared, in these past eight and a half years, has walked alongside me and helped me in ways that no one will ever understand in this journey of planting Hope Fellowship Church. It's a gift. God gifted us with our first daughter, Macy. As a little girl, I often called Macy my angel princess. And now as I reflect on her life, what a joy it is for me to watch her as she has grown up. And I've seen now how God has gifted her with an incredibly creative spirit. God has gifted Macy to look beyond the ordinary because she really does care about finding out the true heart of God, even in seasons when it's been difficult to do that. Well, God gifted us with another daughter. She happens to be on the front row as well, and her name is Molly. For the first several years of her life, all people thought about Molly as, my goodness, she is the most shy girl I've ever met. Well, we know better. If you know her now, you definitely know better. Just about three hours ago, she was driving through the street in a full-blown Santa costume. I'm not sure how Santa was able to loan that to you this close to Christmas Eve. God has gifted Molly with this great desire to bring joy to other people. And without doubt, Molly is gifted as a humble servant of the Lord. She is a shining example of how God can use us when we just make ourselves available for his glory. And so when it comes to kids, think about this with me. The Shingleton family, we thought we were done with those kinds of gifts from the Lord. It's like, oh, that's good. Three's enough, Lord. We're, we're, we're good. And then right out of nowhere, God gifted us with Sarah. It's hard to put into words, Sarah, all that we have seen God do in your life over these past 10 years. God has gifted Sarah with an incredible spirit of resilience and with a desire to embrace life, even when life at times seems unfair. Now, beyond my immediate family, I think about each of you in this room, Hope Fellowship Church. The people who make up this congregation. And this week, God showed me a, a beautiful passage in Scripture that reminded me of what I see in you and how you have been gifted by the Lord and how you are a gift even to me. Look with me. We'll put it on the screen. It's in the book of 2 Corinthians beginning in verse 9. The apostle Paul writes, he says to the church, he says, hey church, this service that you're performing, and by the way, if I could edit the Bible, I would add in right here, this service church that you're performing, you know, loving God, loving people and proving it, it is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but it is overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have, there it is, by which you've proved yourselves. Love God, love people, prove it. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, 
Others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity and with them and with everyone else. And look at this. Paul says, and in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace that God has given you. And then I underline this in my Bible. Paul says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Church, I want you to hear my heart. I love you. It's an honor to be your pastor. God is using you to impact this community for his glory. But before I move on, I want you to look at that last verse of that text we just read. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. Thanks be to God for his undescribable gift. We get so caught up in, in all the gifts and the wrapping, the exchanging, the dirty Santa, all the stuff. But tonight I ask you to remember on this most holy night of the indescribable gift God gave to us in and through his son, Jesus Christ. You say, what is it? What is this indescribable gift? It's this gift, listen to me, friends, that's available to every one of us in this room. It's the birth of a savior, Jesus Christ, the Lord. And, and you might wanna ask me the question, well, Kent, what makes that gift indescribable anyway? How can someone even say that? Listen to me. I would say it's an indescribable gift because this gift gives hope to all people who might find themselves hopeless. It's a gift that comes along with a promise, the promise that God is never, ever going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. It's an indescribable gift because it's the only gift that I know about that allows me to have forgiveness of all of my sin. And so I think about Jesus who gives to us grace upon grace. I think about Jesus. He never gives up on me. He never gives up on you. And so tonight, in this short time I have with you, before we light candles and sing Silent Night, I just want you, have you ever received this indescribable gift I'm talking about? Do you know Jesus? Has he changed your life? The Bible's pretty clear. The Bible tells us that the wages of our sin is death. But there it is, the gift the wages of sin is death, but this gift of God is eternal life, and it's in and through his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Many of you know this. The Bible also says in John 3, 16, that God loves you so much that he gave to us a gift. On this Christmas Eve, he gave to us the gift of his only son, Jesus and John 3.16 says, if I would believe in him, I'll never perish. You'll never perish, but instead you'll have everlasting life. So, so how does this work? You're thinking, how can I receive this greatest and most indescribable gift of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? The Bible is really clear. 
Listen, you call out to him in prayer. You call out to him in prayer. Scripture says this, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord, Scripture says, you will be saved. And so that's what I'm inviting you to do tonight on this Christmas Eve of 2019. I know there are distractions in the room, but, but as I invite you now to bow your heads with me for a time of prayer, I, I want you just to try not to pay attention to what's happening on your right or your left, in front of you or behind you, and listen to the Spirit of God who I believe is drawing you to himself. Heavenly Father, I know that on this very night, you have already put together a plan. And God, I believe with all of my heart that your plan is that every person in this room would have the opportunity to know that you unconditionally love them. God, and also that they might know how they might receive the greatest, most indescribable gift Ever. So God, for the people in this room praying right now, the, no, Lord, this is what you desire for their lives. God, would you show them even in this moment that tonight is the night that they can trust you? God, that now is the time for them to seek new life in you and through you. God, that this can be the night where they can, for the first time ever, stop trying to be in control of everything and to surrender that control to you. So God, tonight as we pray, as a people, we are saying we're ready. We're ready to receive this gift, the gift of your love and the gift of your forgiveness. And so with heads bowed, I invite you to pray with me right now. You can pray this in your heart, dear God. Dear God, tonight I admit I'm a sinner. God, I've missed the mark. I've fallen short. So many times I don't live a way that brings you honor. But God, I believe tonight that you sent your son Jesus to rescue me. God, I believe you sent your son Jesus to forgive me of my sin. And so tonight, Lord, I choose to follow you. Heavenly Father, change my heart. Tonight, I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for listening to the Hope Fellowship Church podcast. If you're interested in becoming more connected at Hope Fellowship Church, please visit hope615.com slash get connected.